2: I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer, because you guys paid for all this. You guys paid for all this. This is Megacorp, an investigative podcast exposing some of the world's most unethical corporations. This series is about Amazon. I'm Jake Hanrahan, journalist and documentary filmmaker. Megacorp is produced by H11 for Cool Zone Media. Picture this. You're a freelance Amazon delivery driver, what's known as an Amazon flex driver. You deliver packages, you do your best, you make your rounds. It can be a fairly low-paying job, but if you get decent tips from the customers you deliver to you'll be able to make do, probably. You're not going to get rich doing this, but every little helps. Secretly though, imagine this, in the background, the company you work for, Amazon, which is owned by the world's richest man, is literally stealing money from your tips. That weren't enough to make you furious, I don't know what is. Believe it or not though, this is not a hypothetical situation. This is exactly what happened at Amazon for two and a half years. Amazon was effectively stealing money from the tips of Amazon flex drivers. When they got caught, Amazon was fined $61.7 million by America's Federal Trade Commission, or the FTC, in 2021. Somehow though, get this, they got richer off the back of that. Now, you're probably thinking, how the fuck? Well, let's get into it. So, the fine I just mentioned is actually roughly the amount Amazon stole from its flex drivers, according to journalist Will Oremus of 1.0. That's $61.7 million, roughly, taken from drivers. What's more, in the hours after the FTC fine announcements came out, Amazon's stock prices rose by 1-2%. to Yeah, that's right, they rose. This added around $20 billion to the company's market value. As Will Arima says in his 1-0 article, Corporate Crime Pays. So anyway, how did this scam work? Well, basically, Amazon flex drivers work for a guaranteed minimum hourly rate anything they make on top via tips was supposed to be theirs, extra money. Amazon told them that they would be able to keep 100% of the tips. Likewise, with the customers, they were told if they tip their driver, all of it 100% would go to the driver. What happened though is that Amazon was effectively building a pyramid scheme using the money from tips to pay the minimum hourly rate of the drivers at times and then secretly deducting the tips before they got them. This is completely criminal. If you or me did something like this, we'd probably go to prison, but Amazon seems to be above the law. Journalist Joanna Buihan first broke this story for the LA Times. She wrote, quote, Amazon at times dips into the tips earned by contracted delivery drivers to cover their promised pay, a Times review of emails and receipts reveals. Amazon guarantees third-party drivers for its Flex program a minimum of $18 to $25 per hour, but the entirety of that payment doesn't always come from the company. If Amazon's contribution doesn't reach the guaranteed wage, the e-commerce giant makes up the difference with the tips from customers, according to documentation shared by five drivers. In emails to drivers, Amazon acknowledges it can use any supplemental earnings to meet the promised minimum should the company's own contribution fall short. Amazon insists that the drivers receive the entirety of their tips, but they decline to answer questions about whether it uses those tips to help the drivers base pay. End quote. An Amazon spokesperson named Amanda Ip wrote the following in a statement. Quote, Our pay commitment to delivery drivers has not changed since we launched the Amazon Flex program. Delivery partners still earn eighteen to twenty five dollars per hour, including one hundred percent of tips, and on average drivers earn over twenty dollars per hour. End quote. Well, as we know, it seems like the FTC disagrees with that. Now, Amazon conveniently doesn't actually provide drivers with a breakdown of their tips and pay beyond showing them their full payout. So the way some cunning Amazon flex drivers caught Amazon out was by checking the tips paid to them when delivering packages to their own houses. One driver, for example, tipped himself $15.90 when delivering a package of paper towels to his own home. When he checked his account two days later, he saw that he was credited as receiving no tips for the whole two-hour shift that day, the one where he tipped himself. When he put in a formal complaint to Amazon about this, they adjusted his pay without any explanation, seemingly adding extra tips on top too. Now, believe it or not, some of this is actually legal in some places in America, reported by the LA Times article, The practice is legal in some states. The California Labor Code's provision 351, which targets the practice, does not apply to contractors because they are seen as independent business owners. In Seattle, a group of drivers has contested the classification in a pending class action lawsuit claiming they are actually treated as employees. Amazon would not say whether it dips into drivers' tips in California. End quote. Now, eventually, Amazon was found out and this huge fine was given to them, as we know. Amazon said they didn't really accept what was levied at them, but they paid the fine anyway. Here's what the FTC had to say about it in a press release from 2021. Quote, According to the FTC's administrative complaint against Amazon and its subsidiary, Amazon Logistics, The company regularly advertised that drivers participating in the Flex program would be paid $18-$25 per hour for their work, making deliveries to customers. The ads, along with the numerous other documents provided to Flex drivers, also prominently featured statements such as You will receive 100% of the tips you earn while delivering with Amazon Flex. Rather than passing along 100% of customers' tips to drivers as it had promised to do, Amazon used the money itself. Our action today returns to drivers the tens of millions of dollars in tips that Amazon misappropriated and requires Amazon to get drivers' permission before changing its treatment of tips in the future. End quote. Get an idea of what it's like working as an Amazon flex driver. I spoke to someone that is currently still working for them. We'll call him Bob. Bob believes that he'd had tips stolen from him in the past and he has several other grievances with Amazon's flex driver program. Let's hear what he had to say. They've not exactly been fair. They've not been treating you guys right.
4: The biggest issue is Amazon will dispatch stuff late. Or there'll be weather delays or a myriad of issues. And when it comes right down to it, every time something is late, they automatically blame the drivers for it and then punish the drivers for it. There's no middleman you can try and appeal it. But the only time I've ever been successfully appealed anything is to go to their escalations department because all of their support is offshore now and people don't understand. Or they just don't care. I mean, I'll get emails like, oh, well, we're not going to investigate this issue. It's like, I understand that I'm a contracted person and I'm not an Amazon employee, but where is the fairness in this? So for example, yesterday, they, uh, I took a, a Whole Foods order and I had taken three previous orders and gone back to the location. And they gave me an order that was literally sitting on the shelf when I said it the first time. And now it's late. And now I'm being blamed for the late delivery, even though they could have dispatched it to me when I was there the first time. But they're holding me accountable for the late delivery. And, and the same holds true for if packages go missing, it's the driver's fault. If the package is damaged, it's the driver's fault. I left packages at the location because they were damaged and I'm still being held accountable for them. It's like I never even left your store.
2: Right, so they're essentially not paying you correctly for things that you haven't done.
4: Correct. And then they will, you know,
2: they call it deactivating you.
4: They will deactivate you for late deliveries or for stuff that you can't get delivered because people don't answer their phones or there's no safe place to leave it and you have to take it back to the location. But that's your fault because the customer was uncooperative.
2: Wait, they they call it deactivating? Uh Uh-huh. What does that mean? They're not going to work with you again.
4: Okay, so you get all of your stuff through an application. It's called Uh Amazon Flex. and. If they uh, decide that they don't want you to work for them anymore, they deactivate your account and you can't get work. They'll send you an email that says you've been deactivated for such and such a reason and happy trails.
2: So as Bob just explained there, if anything happens to the parcel, even if it's not the driver's fault, they will get penalized for it and maybe even deactivated. What an Orwellian term. Anyway, let's hear what Bob had to say about the tip stealing scandal at Amazon Flex Drivers.
4: Amazon were taking tips from drivers and using those tips to make the other driver's wages a little better. So they weren't actually paying us the tips that we were getting. They were, they were dispersing the tips elsewhere. I mean, I had only worked for Amazon for six months at that point, and I got a $700 or check from the FTC because that's how much they had taken out of my tips. I know drivers that got $17,000 checks because Amazon was stealing that much of their income.
2: Imagine that your own employer is stealing tens of thousands of dollars from you when they're already one of the richest companies on earth. That's Amazon for you.
4: The FTC dispersed $68 million of funds to drivers. I still think they're honestly doing it. I, and the reason I say that is my, my tips always come out as a round number. It's never like, you know, $5.17, it's always $5 or $7. And you notice this because sometimes you only get one delivery on your block Mm. and you'll get a $5 tip, but it's always round numbers or on a 50 cent, but it's never, you know, 37 cents or something like that. It's it's just a little kind of hinky, you know what I mean?
2: So Bob thinks Amazon is still possibly stealing from his tips. We don't know. We can't verify that, but that's Bob's hunch. There are other things that are bothering him as well. Have a listen to this.
4: So like Amazon will most recently, they have opened up what they call same day deliveries. So people will get their order within 24 hours and it'll come out of a a central warehouse. And um, quite often they'll give you a four and a half hour block and they'll expect you to deliver upwards of 50 packages in that four and a half hours. And Quite often, I mean, I've been doing delivery and dispatch and stuff for 25 years. I know this kind of work. So they're o- overloading us, first of all. And then when you run over, you have to literally email and email and email and email to get overage payments from them. And half the time, like, they're like, well, we paid you for the block that you worked. And, and you know, you're not talking a lot of money. You're talking 15 or 20, 20 bucks. But when it happens week after week, it adds up. So you're you're constantly fighting to get those little bits of money. and Amazon's like, "Well, we paid you for the money here at the time you worked." And then if you have to take stuff back to the warehouse, like an undeliverable package or something gets damaged or something, they're not going to pay you for that time either.
2: So basically, what Bob is saying here is that there are parts of the Amazon Flex delivery driver role that you just have to fulfill. For example, if you have to take a parcel back to the warehouse, stuff like that, but they're not paying them for this time. Every single second that they're working on that job is time working under the Amazon Flex program. They should be paid for that every second, in my opinion.
4: They're expecting you to drive across the city to deliver back to their warehouse, and they are not going to pay you time that. that.
2: How does that make you feel? You know, you're working this, you're trying to make a living. How do you feel about all this? Kind of shitty, to be honest. I
4: mean, you know, I do this work because I've had some physical injuries and I'm able to do this. There's other stuff that I can't do. I mean, I don't have a real deep education or anything like that. So, you know, and I live in an area that the prices have skyrocketed. So, you know, this is the best that I can do. And, you know, some days it's just like, It really feels like your nose is to the grindstone. You know what I mean? I don't have any aversion to working.
2: Some people might say, well, why don't you just work somewhere else? You know, or you can be a contractor. You know, what would you say to that?
4: They shut down Colorado almost completely during the pandemic. And this was one of the few ways that I could make money. And I mean, there's other services out there that you can work through. You can do Grubhub or Uber or Lyft. But, you know, a lot of that depends on your vehicle size or the age of your vehicle, stuff like that. So there's constraints on that. Amazon doesn't really care what you're driving as long as you can cram as much crap in your car as you can and deliver it. You know, they, they also give precedence to new drivers. So they'll, you know, I've been doing this for three years. Um, I've got friends that have been doing it since the program started. And they'll hire, you know, 50 new drivers and give them all the work and let the drivers that have been doing it consistently for years sit there and starve for a week the kind of cherry on top of the cake is the support system that they have. Uh, we, we don't have any way to actually talk to the people dispatching the runs. We have um, driver support, which, you know, you, you contact them through the app and you get a phone call back and these people are untrained. They have no clue what we're actually trying to do. Um, They don't even know that, you know, they're like, well, you can just deliver it later. It's like, well, I'm not being paid to deliver the package later. They're like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, I'm 30 miles from home. I'm not going to go home and try and deliver someone's package in two hours. I'm not being paid for that. You know, and on top of that is the time, the gas and everything else. No, I mean, either the people get their package or it goes back to the warehouse. It's a binary solution set on that because they're not going to give us any additional money to hang out to make sure that their packages are delivered. Um, And then they're like, well, if you have a problem with that email off-road support,
2: so hopefully after listening to Bob there, you'll realize that next time you want to get really angry with your Amazon delivery driver or whoever else is probably not their fault. As we've just heard, Amazon are not supplying them with the proper infrastructure they need. They're not paying them properly. And as we heard at the top of the episode, they were literally stealing money from them. The delivery driver is not the enemy, I promise you. Next week is the final episode of Megacorp. We'll be taking a look back over everything we've learned in this series. Megacorp is made by my production company, H11, for Cool Zone Media. It's written, researched and produced by myself, Jake Hanrahan. It was also produced by Sophie Lichterman. Music is by Sam Black. Graphics by Adam Doyle. And sound engineering by Splicing Block. If you want to get in touch, follow me on social media at Jake underscore Hanrahan. That's H A N R A H A N.
0: Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.